what the fuck was that? I, I don't know what else to say. What the fuck was that? I, that was a bigger kick to the generals version of what these flyers also over the last couple of years have been just shitty start then shitty start to allow a weak goal for deficit come out swinging should deserve to get a second goal ends up you give up a crazy goal to the best player in the league that kills all the momentum becomes a regular old game i can't i don't know what to say about tonight's game this was the most flyers-esque loss so far this year um it was the first game that felt like a loss from last year um i thought with carter hart goaltending the shaky goals against to kill team morale wouldn't be there um not necessarily i wouldn't pin any of those goals entirely on Hart tonight i don't think he looked like himself though um but i mean the goals definitely the mcdavid goal is just deflating and there really isn't what else should the Flyers have done on that play? This is such an irritating game to like talk about because you've all seen this game before. This is just every Flyers game over the last couple of years. It's just new GM, new coach, and then tonight. Honestly, I don't. I feel like tonight was a lot more about the the McDavid goal and kind of killing, kind of killing the momentum there because they were they were flying in the second period. And I know it's Miko Koskinen, and I know. You know, backup goalies always look like Vesna winners against the, the Flyers, apparently. But uh, I, I don't know. The puck just want to go in tonight. And they were – all they did was just pound away at chances from the blue paint and in the slot. Just nothing was going in. And that's what they're doing in the second period. They're up 23 to 10 in shots. Give the best player in the league a foot of space. Down 3 to 1, that's the game. It's insane. There's no other way. These are the types of games that if you're a Flyers fan – and you try to explain what it's like rooting sort of flyers for, for somebody that doesn't watch, you sound like a maniac. And then people that want to dunk on the flyers immediately that are just going to say the same old flyers. Like I, maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a long, long end of a road trip here and they were taking it to the Oilers and they should have been in a tied game and just couldn't solve Mika Koskin. I don't know. It's an insane game. Um, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Giving up a goal to Bernie Man. I mean, that is also a perfect summary of tonight's game. I feel like the Manning goal against, or the fact that the refs had to review a shot for a goal that, on a play that was definitely already going to be a a goal for the Oilers, they decided to go back and make sure that it didn't go in twice to, I don't know, make us watch the replay of the goal more times. This is just every single thing about this game was frustrating. Like, it was just annoying as shit. I. I don't know. It they, I mean, it was a slow start, and it came off a, a turnover from Limblom. Unfortunately, I mean, he got body checked on the wall. And again, I think, I think Hart could have had that save. But again, I'm not going to pin a dry sidle wrister from the circle on him, and I'm not really going to pin the second one on him from Bear because I think it went off Proveroff, and Bear was shooting from the slot, so they left guys open early on and and Hart couldn't make the big save I guess we needed him to and then come out in the second period they didn't look good in the first period they really didn't they had some power plays which kind of helped the numbers and helped them tie it up but second period they came out flying second period five on five they lived in the Oilers defensive zone it, it was comical that they couldn't tie it up and then of course that play happens so yeah Harry I'm with you I don't I don't think it is it, I don't think it's the same old Flyers 
But a game like this, the fifth game to the season, like it's hard to tell people that it's not. This has the makeup of the losses that we've seen over the last couple of years. But I, I agree with you. I don't think it's so irritating they're two, two, and one because it doesn't feel because other Flyers teams recently have started off with the same type of record, and I think they've looked better. They looked like shit last night. Last night was horrible. I don't, I don't know what last night was. Bottom six was terrible. The whole lineup was terrible. Sandheim and Niskanen had horrible play driving numbers. The top line didn't get any kind of chances. Um, and then tonight it was another slow start, but I thought they recovered from that. And I thought even though they were playing sloppy in the first, they played well enough to stay in the game and deserve to be tied. And then they should have taken it, taken a lead in the second. And then just this happens. It's um, yeah. Let's see if we can get some of your questions here. Um, Teddy, watch them. Just watch them very closely. The last two games went in the D zone or back checking, and they do not skate up. Oh yeah, no, I agree with you. They, last night, yeah. These two games, they just weren't moving. And I don't know. But see, the first couple games, they were flying. I really wonder if the road trip has caught off to, caught off to them. I know. Believe me. And that's that's a whole other layer is early season excuses that people usually make for the Flyers. But I think going on three different continents in like a week and a half may finally be catching up to them. Two weeks. However long they've been around. So I can buy, kind of buy that this time around. That might be why they're not moving their feet against teams like that. I mean, it was, they're getting chances from in close. They're still going to the net, but they're not doing anything else offensively. And yeah, there are times where they're just standing around the D zone, just letting plays develop. Um, yeah. A lot of people want to put them in. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if it, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's Braun and Niskanen are supposed to add some of the grit and physicality that we want to see on the back end. I, I think if we have Moran, we're just going to see more plays like the Braun one tonight. I, Marin will bring the same positives that Braun brings. It's just, I, I think Braun's probably better defensively. I, I don't know if Marin's going to be the answer. I think, I don't know how Farabee's not in the lineup on Saturday. I don't, I don't know. Because the, the last two games, it, the last two games, the whole team hasn't looked great, I guess. But the bottom six has just been absolutely atrocious. And you can tell AV wants to kind of put a different body in there. And after tonight's game, I think they're going to want to shake it up. So I would imagine, I would imagine Farabee's in on Saturday. I don't know if they're going to go back to Stewart. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be against sitting one of, I mean, they already sat Bunneman, but I wouldn't be against Bunneman or Pitlick. Um, maybe Torinsky. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess Torinsky too. Um, and I think, I mean, Raffle and Raffle in the fourth line, I think Raffle's been fine, but. We are the Dallas Cowboys in the NHL. Jay, I honestly thought that a little bit at first, so I, I'm not happy that he also had the same thought because that's not giving me a confidence. Uh, can we agree there's far too much – this is from Alvaro. Uh, can we agree there's far too much talent in the AHL for these guys to be this comfortable out there, Farabee Myers Frost? Uh, yeah, no, that's why I agree. Like, I mean, we've seen the goals Farabee put up in the HL already this season. And we saw how he was doing in preseason and we saw Frost even get chances in preseason. He just didn't put him home. And Myers, Myers did, I think Myers did have a rough camp, but I, I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be put in here for a change of rotation, like just to put in a new phase after tonight's game. I, I would be fine with calling out Myers. I would suggest that. I don't know if it's going to happen. I feel like Farabee being up is a realistic 
they feel like they need to make an urgency move and that would be it. And they place them on the third line. Because the third line tonight was uh, Pitlick, Raffle, Voracek. What the fuck is that? What the, what aspects of that line make you excited offensively or defensively? It was just, I don't understand that. Frost honestly looks like he'll need a while in the AHL. The first two are ready to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with Frost staying in the, in the – I mean – he did look good in camp, though. Uh, but Farabee, I think, is ready to go right now. Yeah, Frost, I'm fine with staying down a little bit. I want to see, I mean, is it possible Jake gets moved up a line? I think he should now. I thought Jake had a good game tonight. Um, the big names that I've been kind of curious about early season have been uh, JVR, Ghost, um, and Voracek. Voracek, I think this is Voracek's best game was tonight. I think... Ghost looked fine tonight. I, I mean, he. I wanted them to do more in the power play uh, after they took eight-point shots from the middle of the ice through bodies, and Koskinen was seeing all of them. Like, you would kind of catch on that. Um, like, you, you know, after maybe, like, the fourth or fifth time he made that save, he could start to expect that so maybe pass around a little bit more, which he tried to do on the third. They set up for a check with a pass after a fake slap shot, so. Uh, can we somehow refire Hackstall? Yeah, yeah, fuck, fire him again. Yeah, just the, I mean, the Leafs did lose tonight, so he probably didn't call timeout or put in Neuberth or something. Uh, disturbing part of tonight is what we've seen so many times in recent years. When a frustrating thing happens to this team, the wheels come off. Slow start, but only down 2-1. Come out and dominate early second. Can't score. Yeah. Sorry, taking a drink for people who listen to tomorrow. Mike, I mean, Mike just laid out... Um, the exact reason why this is annoying because or frustrating for us is it's the same game. They they changed a lot of shit over the summer, and then this type of game happens. I don't even think it's indicative of what's going to happen going forward. It's just annoying that after this summer of incessant arguing and people being upset with all the moves or loving all the moves and just like all this tension. For all these roster moves, you thought we'd at least vo- avoid these games. Uh, games where slow starts, followed by dominance, followed by dominance isn't backed up by goal support, leads to a frustrating loss. It's there's so many, yeah, <laughs> it's just not so frustrating. Uh, getting Patrick back healthy should really help solidify the bottom six as well. Yes. Well, I, I agree. I would love, I want Lawton as the fourth. And I think, I, and I've been saying it on um, Fly Purvely, I think once Patrick comes back, I th- I don't think there's any doubt that Farabee's called up. I think that's what they might be waiting on. I think a game like tonight might kind of jumpstart that to get a, a new body in there because they they can't keep going forward with this bottom six. Uh, like, whatever whatever forward, whether it's Vorjek or JVR on the season, whatever guy you're putting on that line, they – they're, they're pretty much useless at 5-on-5. Five five. They're not going to be able to carry two of the bottom six bodies at 5-on-5. Five five. And Vortex scored tonight on the power play, and he also had a bunch of points on the power play. Five, and 5-on-5 five five looked better, but he's not going to get the support from Pitlick and Raffle he needs to – or Lawton. I mean, um, let's see. Sanheim has been caught out of position in some time. Yeah, Sanheim has been out of position. I've noticed that going back on the rewatches, uh, Tanner. I mean, he – I didn't catch it tonight. Uh, I caught a really bad one in the Canucks game where it, it should have been a goal against from Levo, uh, Josh Levo, and he just uh, he got a little bit lucky. But, I mean, Sanheim, though, also brings a lot of element, uh, other elements to the game. So, I, I don't know. He, he does need to work on that there, right? 
uh, Kyle predictions against the stars on Saturday. It dies. Well, I can't, I mean, it's 1238 after a six, three loss to the Oilers. And I guess I'm going to say, I expect to win on Saturday. They should be pissed off. I think AV is going to be pissed off um, and let them know about it. I think they are going to make some lineup changes to let them know. I forget who I asked. I'm sorry about the, you know, we have talent in the AHL now should start feeling pressure. Yeah, they should. This should be a time when these guys start feeling some pressure because they're not performing in the bottom six. So this will be the time to call Farabee. Maybe the, the road trip, maybe that does have a bigger impact than we're thinking or not, you know. Um, so maybe they do just look better on Saturday because of that. I don't know. I, I think they should look better on Saturday. The Stars look like shit too. They can't keep the puck. Well, I mean, the Flyers, again, don't look terrible. But Bishop can't keep the puck out of the net. They're leaving them. Uh, hanging out the dry a lot and they're not doing, they're not doing a lot of things right. So they'll probably be, they'll probably come out uh, with a lot of urgency, but the Flyers should too. And I think, I don't know. I think the Flyers should beat them. Pitlick is worthless. Um, yeah. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I, I mean, I don't, there's really, I, I never understood the Pitlick trade in the first place. And uh, I mean, I, I would have just let Ryan Hartman walk. I think, I honestly think Fletcher just made that trade because he didn't want to, make a trade away Simmons and then let the asset that they traded for Simmons walk. So I think that was kind of a safe face position. And then why it kind of backfired because you had that whole cap situation to start the season. Now you have Pitlick on the roster and I, I don't know. Okay. So Kyle's making a, a point that I'm kind of uh, flyers finished with 64.7% course before. I think this was kind of a fluky game. I hope they don't make any crazy changes like bench a player like Ghost. The Oilers are going to fall off a cliff if they keep playing like that. Not sustainable. Yeah, this is very much a an October game. The Oilers are riding a crazy amount of luck. James Neal has eight goals on, like, how many shots? Like, he, him, Cassian, um, and I forget who the third Oiler is. They all have obnoxiously, insanely high shooting percentages that are all going to come back down to earth. Maybe not now because we're only five or six games of the season, but they're they're not going to shoot 33% the entire season. Nobody shoots 33% the entire season if you're an NHL regular. So that kind of stuff is going to come back down. I really I really do think this was more just they got unlucky in the second period tonight. I mean, we can talk about the start. The start was bad. I don't like the start. I thought they did a good job responding to the start, even though they were playing kind of sloppy to kind of push through it and get a tie. And then they came out flying in the second period. I think they just deserve better luck tonight. And then I don't know. God, this is sickening. Uh, I saw the six, uh, the course of four percentage was 69. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the, yeah. Looking at the advanced stats, it was just, it's just the thing they need to beat Koskinen. And that's not a good excuse. It can't beat Koskinen, but he was playing pretty well. And it's the same thing on Saturday. Markstrom made some ridiculous saves to keep it a 2-1-2-2 game. He stopped Hayes point blank on a cross-crease pass where he had to go from post to post. Uh, he stopped a JVR power play shot sprawling. Like, uh, I don't know. John feeling pretty confident. Flyers will lose Saturday to Dallas. God, this team is horrendous already. So he's feeling it. Myers needs to be on the roster. I can get behind that. Uh, Curtis wants to see Stewart next game. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not – my whole thing with Stewart is I'm not really 
I don't like Stewart on the team, but it's not really because of Chris Stewart. It's just I don't know. I feel like his role is kind of redundant. Uh, he, the only thing I think he can really bring is veteran leadership. Uh, everything else, I think, is already on the roster. Um, I mean, veteran – they added and they added veteran leadership with Niskin and, and Braun, theoretically. And then I think Torinsky is enough of a, a gritty sandpaper type player that you don't need a steward in the lineup as well. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Tanner, I feel like our veteran should be able to control the mood on the bench. Not let, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you would think that the veteran leadership would step in. I mean, I think, to me, I think the veteran leadership kind of thing is overblown a little, even though I just talked about with Stewart. I'm, I was playing to the idea of, you know, why he would bring in Stewart. So, I, and again, I don't really know why he would bring in Stewart, but. Yeah, I mean, after that McDavid goal, you would guess, in theory, the leadership would kind of step up. But that was just, it was a, I just think that goal is going to bring down the team no matter what. I mean, you're throttling the other. You are not leaving the offensive zone. Oilers' bodies are just falling over in front of the net trying to stop chances. Koskinen's flopping all over the place. You're, you're taking shots from three feet within the net. And then you give McDavid no space, and he burns you on a lob pass from two zones away. Like, it's going to take the wind out of your sails a little bit. I mean, I don't know. But it, that's – yeah, they could have. I, I think the leadership did come through if you want to use it, you know. Um, I, I think it did help in the second period. Like, the start of the second period is where it helped, I think. You know, you had the rough first, and then they kind of – you know. Hayes has been better than I thought, generating a ton of chances. I think he's due for – but yeah, uh, Hayes has looked a lot better. Hayes is a lot better than I thought he was when the Flyers traded for him. And I thought he was pretty decent when the Flyers traded for him, but he looks, he's a horse out there. Um, and I think he had a pretty quiet game last night, but he had a few chances tonight and he's always able to, he's pretty good at getting the puck back in the defensive zone. He's pretty good at transitioning up the ice without anybody impeding him. And then in the offensive zone, he just takes it to the, just takes it to the net. I mean, he's really, he really just uses his, his power and size in all three zones to pretty much to control play. I'm, I'm a big fan of Kevin Hayes so far. Hopefully that doesn't. Hopefully that doesn't change go forward. But uh, let's see. Facebook's being a little cool. Just because the vets step in the calm down the team doesn't mean the momentum is going to be nullified. They definitely did talk to the boys. Just it didn't. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling. That I think. Yeah, because I think the proof that they did kind of you know set the tone in the room came through at the end of the, fir- at the first period, and then like. That's just an insane scenario. There's there's nothing the Flyers could have done tonight to avoid that deflating goal. They could have scored. That's what they could have done. They could have scored. But, you know, once that didn't happen and then that play happens, I don't know. Manning has more goals than G this season. Yeah. Let's check on that in March. Um, I mean, it was a, this was just a frustrating game tonight. Uh, and I... I don't know. I, I hope it's just a fatigue from the road trip. I hope it was just Carter Hart not quite being Carter Hart. Hopefully we see a new <laughs> hopefully we see a response on Saturday. That's what I want to see. I want to see them actually come out strong on Saturday. I want to see them pissed off on Saturday. They're finally done with this whole traveling the world circus. They're finally gonna be able to come home. There's no games in Switzerland or you know, the Czech Republic or Canada. They're going to be able to come home against a team that's struggling. So it should be a win on Saturday. I, I 
I don't say. Um, why exactly was Drew screaming at the refs? Oh God, what was that? It was a scrum. Well, no, what was the play? It was a scrum in the second period. I forget why, but it was a pretty good gif. I feel like we're going to be using that gif forever. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else to capitalize on tonight. I got to pull on my phone here. Uh, I, I feel like, well, one of the things is I want, if we're going to, if AB is going to keep switching out lines and pairs, I want to see Ghost paired with uh, Niskanen. I feel like Niskanen and Braun have come as advertised when um, when it comes to kind of holding down the fourth defensively for their pair. So that the whole idea of getting Niskanen and Braun was to let Sanheim Provorov kind of you know roam around freely, play a little more offensively. And I think we've gotten plenty of examples of that in the first few games. And Ghost would be the most beneficial player to let loose offensively. So I think you compare him with Niskanen, who were five games into the season. I think he's already stopped four or five odd man rushes himself. You pair him with Ghost. I want to see if that works and kind of let Ghost have a little more space at five on five. He can also dance around on the power. He he had a he had a couple good plays on the power play tonight. I mean, he, again, he, I want him to start shooting from different spots. So. Yeah, okay, so uh, the schedule, I thought I saw something about the schedule uh, the Flyers asked for it. I thought um, Comcast asked for some of the early games. I kept seeing that headline somewhere and actually read the article. You know, you know you're know, you only supposed to read headlines, not the actual article. Hart seems to struggle in games for his usual shot titles. Need more hag early in the game to get him in a groove. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like you can make that argument about a decent amount of goalies, though, that the less shots they see, it actually works against them because they're not they're not in any kind of rhythm. Um, all right, so a couple good comments here. Brandon Manning scoring, how much donkey sauce, Craig? Thank you, Colin. Um, none. Negative donkey. I think we had to give donkey sauce back on that one. That's how bad that was. Move, and then Brian says, move the FARC to Prague so we can go 79-2-1. We still got time. I mean, we do have two days off here. Put a request into the league. They'll probably get it tomorrow. They can probably okay that on Thursday. Then we have to set up. The, I mean, maybe not. So maybe not Saturday's game. And then they play, do play on Monday. They do play Blackhawks on Thursday. And we obviously know they want to go to the Czech Republic. Or not that they will, but they have. So. Um, I think we can. Uh, See here, some of these comments I'm not going to read. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I don't think it will shatter Hart's confidence. Um, I, he's the one thing I'm not really worried about. Hart uh, is his mental fortitude. I guess. I mean, they harped about it a lot when he was playing a junior, and we've seen it uh, so far. So far. <laughs> so far, so far. We've seen it in his limited NHL time up to this point. Uh, I, I expect him to bounce back on Saturday. I just, you know, I, I want to start. I just I just need results with this team. That's all. I mean, we thought we were seeing a different team this year, and then this game happens, and it's just, I, I don't know, these bounces are just blowing my mind. Like, the not, I'm not saying it's all unlucky. I'm just saying the bounces of, like, 
killing a team and then one three line aerial pass later and you're down three to one outscoring a team 23 to 11 <laughs> you're losing and then it goes on low out to the laughing stock of the league it's just annoying at the very least av is calling them out early and that is a good sign i will say i feel like this is a kind of game where av yeah i think av will do a lot better job than hackstall obviously and letting them know when uh when they're fucking up so and i kind of i do like the mentality of av switching the lines um an argument can be made that switching the lines up too much can kind of mess with chemistry, but I thought he picked I thought he picked a good time to do it yesterday uh, when it was a two-goal game going into the third, helping get a goal back. Um, and I, I don't really mind it early in the season, I guess. It's just uh, I, I just wish that if a line was working, he would just stay with it and not change it with all the other lines as well, I guess. Because he switched up the second – well, the second line did get caved in last night too. Uh, I actually hated last night's game more. Tonight didn't go well, but at least they looked like they had. Yeah, Kyle, that I think that's my main takeaway. Like it, last night sucked because they looked terrible. Tonight sucked because hockey's dumb. Sometimes, like a lot of the time, not sometimes, a lot of the time. That's really what tonight came down to. I I think so. We'll say. I mean, if they come out flat and they get knocked around by the stars then they are who we thought they are in my opinion there's really no excuse for that one this one is um this one you know the oilers have started strong they're off to a hot start but i i I still don't think they're that great and they they should have beat them and they were on the road to beating them just didn't get it's gonna be (laughs) koskinen which is amazing um yeah well, I really don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess I have any more questions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say anymore about tonight's game. I was going to give you guys an update on some of the stuff I'm going to be doing this week and going forward. And then um, I mean, we'll just go go from there. Uh, the line-by-line, line, the new version of the line-by-line line I'm going to try and do, I think we're going to have it out by Saturday. I was aiming for Friday, but we're doing fly purpley tomorrow. I still have to rewatch the Calgary game. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this game. And then I still have to record it. So I don't think I'm going to be able to do two podcasts and watch two full-length replays of games in 24 hours and not, you know, die. Um, so that should be out Friday. Again, the whole thing is going to be I post an article with all uh, with video, graphs, GIFs, everything, stats. And then I'll put out the podcast the same day. So when I mention stats or graphs or anything, you guys know what I'm talking about. I feel like this would be the easiest way to take in all the information I'm trying to, um, you know, put out there. I feel like this would be the easiest way to get it all out and consumed. Uh, and then on Monday, look for another Flyers forecast. But uh, I mean, thanks for thanks for staying up with me. Whoever decides to jump in and ask some questions, because I. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I get, I'm sorry, I've been, been asked question through me off. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hope they come out and they look better on Saturday. Uh, or not even better. They just, I hope they get better results on Saturday. I hope they look like they did for the first half of the second period tonight, the whole game. 
and I I hope the Drew starts scoring. I hope Ghost looks better and gets some points. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they deserve better tonight, and I don't think they deserve to be 2-2-1. Two, two, and, um, and then uh, friend uh, friend of the show, John Mars, asked, if I have one question, why must this happen to me? It's a fair question, and I want to um, trump that question with why does it have to happen to me? I know it's happening to you. I know it's happening to everyone, but why me? Like, why me personally? I don't care if it happens to you guys. Why do the Flyers have to do this to me? Like, and they can do it to John. I don't care what happens to John. Like, they can, they can make John frustrated every night. But like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy, you know. Like, just, just a couple goals, just score a couple goals, win a couple games, do stupid stuff to make me laugh. I don't know. That's all I need. Anyway, guys, thanks for staying up with me until one o'clock on a Wednesday to talk about a six to three loss. <laughs> so I. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm filling in for Bill again. Bill should be back on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Look for the line by line, fly perfectly, flyers forecast, all that. Uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.